Welcome back to Quality Content Podcast. It's your boy D. And I'm joined today by two very special guests. Yo, what's good? <laughs> Owner and host with over 500,000 views on YouTube. From the Bearded Joe Show on Instagram, your boy Ying. What's good, y'all? Peace, love, and blessings. Great to be here. And we also have an accredited producer for the Black-owned and operated talk radio show, Word Radio. You can listen to them live, 96.1 FM or 900 AM. It's your boy, Nizzy Nostad. <laughs> it was good. It was popping. So listen, that ain't the real names, first of all. That's just what I happen to call because, you know, those are my boys. But, um, yeah, how y'all doing, fellas? Chilling, bro. You know what I mean? Just can't complain, man. Just going through life and chilling for real, for real. I feel that. What about you, Ian? I'm good, y'all. Um, God's good, you know, so. I feel Keeping it, um, staying one head. I, I don't even know. <laughs> Walking <laughs> straight <laughs> well, towards, listen, the, the whole, the, towards the the whole path. I think I know where we got to start. Okay. Um. So, listen. Y'all know it's still a nation on this side. Oh, All right. But I got to give some props to those Philadelphia Eagles who are on their way to another Super Bowl. Still ain't up there with the Pittsburgh Steelers yet. You know, they're, they're, they're getting there. Slowly but surely. Maybe one day. But they making it on their way back. So, first of all, there's two, I would like to say, lifelong Eagles fans. Would I be right in saying that? I agree. Accurate. I agree. Um, how does this feel? Does this feel more sweet than the first one? Not as sweet? Similar? It's very conflicting just because I wasn't able to be home um, during the actual first Birds um, chip run, um, Super Bowl run. Um, that was like magical as hell. Like, if you ask anybody from the city of. Philly, that like that joint was just like, like you know great. Um, oh, sorry, my fault. This time a round, um, I would say it's still magical just because bringing in a Super Bowl is not easy to do. Um, so like the fact that like you know I actually watched this team from week one mm-hmm. up to now is love, man. So I'm in hype as hell. I feel that. About you, next? Yeah, I mean. I think in comparison to, like, the 2017-2018 run, I feel like this one is a little more special only because, like, not saying that we didn't earn the, the 2017 one, but we had a lot of things that were working, <clears throat> you know, in our in our favor. Mm. Um, you know, with that we got past Case Keenum, you know, with the Vikings. and You know what I mean? Like, right. and like to, like, you know, win the Super Bowl in the fashion that we did five years ago was, like, really magical. But I feel like with this team – we arguably have like the best roster on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and the Eagles have been the favorite the for them in every game. Yeah, bro. so so like I feel like if we or when we win this drone, like people can't be like, well, they had an easy schedule. They mm-hmm. it's like no, like this is earned. It you was easy because we steamrolled and we was better than everybody. Exactly. See, listen, I'm saying we like I'm we, a lifelong still. I'm an Eagles fan, but you know, I'm from the city, so I can claim whatever I want. It you know counts. What I'm saying? Yeah, it still counts for now. <laughs> so my question to you, Mister Sports coverage commentator guy yes sir how what effect has this had on your you know results i guess your content the eagle success the philadelphia 76ers success Mm. because i don't know people know this started out 
as the Ben and Joe show. The Ben and Joe show. And I think yeah. y'all all know how the Ben and Joe show <laughs> didn't go the best. Not not uh, great. Not 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 great. So how is things? You know, the success of the the Philadelphia sports in general. You know what I'm saying? How would you say that's really? You know, that's impacted your your content behind the scenes. Honestly, like yo, like it's been very very great, fam. Like over the last few months. Philly sports has been on top. So, like, from uh, what? Soccer. Um, that's, like, what? The Philadelphia Union. I was about to say. Went to the soul. chip. That's no, crazy. That, that's um, arena football. Yeah, bro. He, went, he ain't, tap, he ain't tap, tapped in. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> but, no. Um, uh, they, like, they they went to an MLS Cup um, back in the summer. The Phillies went to the World Series in September, October, lit, and now the birds are you know going to the Super Bowl. So um, content has been has been like you know great, um, especially on YouTube. Um, currently, most of my views are like coming from tick TikTok. You know, mm-hmm. um, small bite clips, uh, small small bite clips of like fans. Um, Reacting to after the actual game, um, and like those joints have like been a hit, and my tick and my TikTok a account has like blown up, blown like like you know high key shameless bo- plug, plug it, blown up to where I am um, at the Beard and Joe Show on TikTok, or uh, we like say um, Tiki Tok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's at it's a sorry my fault at T H E B E A R D. A and D and Joe J O show. Bro, my, my my content community are smart. At the beard and Joe show, like jaunt. They can spell jaunt. Jaunt. I hope. <laughs> you like pray. Jaunt was uh Ben and like Joe, but uh Ben Simmons left to. Yeah, he should not be named. <laughs> yeah. He like Baltimore. So um, elsewhere. But like you know, last few months have been great, bro. It like, has been fun too. Yeah, that's good. So what are y'all predictions for the, the Sixers? We know what the Eagles is about to do. First, I don't even think I really got to get y'all picks for the Super Bowl. I mean, come on now. We all know that they picking. Go birds! Yeah, Go birds! Again. What about them, uh, them, I don't know what to call it, the Philadelphia them Sixers, I guess, what an animal they would be, but what about them boys? They good. I mean, I mean, we, like, we're definitely looking good this year. We're a top three seed team in the East, and I think it's probably going to stay that way for the duration of the season. And it really just, I feel like it comes down to who are going to play in the second round because, yeah. like, you know, we just haven't been able to get out of this second round for, like, like since literally since two thousand one, since we was like mm-hmm. young boys. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so sure. like, um, I mean, like they're looking good. I'm not like super excited because we, like this literally happens every year. Mm-hmm. Like they like they start off slow. Get we, your hopes up. We beat a couple of good teams. Like you know what, this is real this year. Then we get <laughs> to the second round. Then everything just goes down. You goes know what down, I mean? So and like. If we get out the second round this year, then I'll probably be more invested. But like, I, I just have to see us get out the second round to be more excited for real, for real. Well, I'm hoping because, um, like they said, the last time, basically any time, the Philadelphia <clears throat> Eagles win or the Philadelphia sports win anything, the city just goes apeshit crazy. Like, first of all, the crowds that was just there for us making it to the Super Bowl were ridiculous. So imagine what the crowds are going to be like. When we actually win it. Oh, my goodness. Win that genre, bro. So, I mean, like you said, Mr. Last wasn't able to get there, but I am very, very excited and looking forward to being up there for this one. Now, watch all this excitement and looking forward to. We jinx it and they fuck around and lose. But they're going to win, though. It doesn't. 
matter. All right, call your scores. This is it. This is making it official. <clears throat> what do you think it's going to be? My scores. I don't you heard it here first, people. Uh, oh, It's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a blowout. Mm. Call me crazy. <laughs> I said it? the same thing about the last game, and look at the score. It looked close in the beginning. And then then it wasn't. <laughs> and that birds wasn't even really going crazy last game offensively. They it was the wasn't. defense. It was the whole, the whole defense. Yeah. yeah. So one, imagine if we really kick it in. The, right, what? I think it's going to be a blowout. 31-20 birds. Okay. I respect that. Thir- yeah. Oh, man. Like, I really think this is going to be a close game because Patrick Mahomes by far is the best quarterback that we that we faced this season. So he that dude. He's the best QB in in the league. But um, I think with our defense and our pass rush, I feel like we can get to him a little bit. So I think it's going to come down to the wire. But I think it's going to be 24-21 Eagles. Ooh, it's a close game. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. All right, do you think the our Chiefs going to have a chance to win a game at the end? I think and that defense of the Eagles gonna come get a clutch set like we done before. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's I think it's either going to be that or it's like it's gonna be like tied at twenty one and like we got the ball the two going. minutes and left to go to get that and we got to drive down the field and Jalen Hurts gonna break off like a sixty yard run, mm. make a few passes, get a field goal range. Like now, seen it, he did it already. Like five seconds left to go, put Jake Elliott out there. It's good. And the game's over. It's over. The Super Bowl. (laughs) Well, I'm rooting for y'all. We'll we'll see. As a Steelers fan with about six, seven of them things, Mm. it's nice to see another team catching up. It's good to see the rest of the league still competing, you know? When's the last year y'all like won? (laughs) That's not what this is about. (laughs) I celebrate I saw my chip. I saw mine too. As a young boy. I saw them. I was alive for the Steelers' last Super Bowl win. 2018, right? They last appeared. No, it was 20. They lost it, but... You know, they still went. But, you know, see, I don't even want to – I don't even want to let in any of this negativity throwing the Steelers' name. That's going to make me just root for the Eagles to lose. But I don't want to do that. <clears throat> I want to be a Eagles fan. So that's what we're going to do. But, all right, fellas. want to ask y'all about something. So, <clears throat> first, are y'all familiar with the, the Tyree Nichols situation? Yes, I am, unfortunately. So, uh, if y'all don't know – I don't know what the hell going on, but I'll catch up real quick. There was this guy. He happened to be black, and he got into a situation involving some police officers who I guess were trying to detain slash arrest him. In the process of trying to detain and arrest him, they somehow beat the shit out of him, and he died from those injuries. Um, And, yeah, it was a big spectacle. They, Of course, I don't even know. Did they get fired at this point? They're in jail. Oh, they in jail. They bonded out. They not in jail. Well, I mean, but they got charged. All right, so and when they get charged, charged, they got charged with murder, though, right? Second degree. All right, cool. All right, all right. so then at least things is, is yeah, the like, way that it's supposed it's to go. It's because they're black. But if they were cops. What was your thoughts when y'all saw that, that, that situation? Damn shame. First thoughts. Damn shame. Mm. Damn shame, bro. Like, I didn't even know. Well, I mean, it shouldn't matter because it doesn't. But, like, I did, didn't know that... Um. It was five black cops. Yeah, and that's the sad yeah. part. And that's the sad part. Fact. Well, it's sad. We're, we're, like, right, exactly. Yeah, right. It's, right. it's going to be sad no matter who is the perpetrator you, or the victim. You shouldn't be dying off of this stuff. But damn, police brutality is already bad enough. But it has taken on the face as a white on black problem. That's the image generally that it's being framed as. You know what I'm saying? Because it is that. 
the waters get murky real bad when situations like this come out. I feel like it's the all, waters get murky real bad. It's okay. Obviously, there like because now throughout history, say that it's a race problem. Throughout history, there have been black cops beating up black men. <laughs> like, yeah. like so you know, overseers on the plantation. Like you know, you like saw um, uh, didn't um like Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Django. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, so this isn't new, but like it's like being filmed. So yeah, it's clear, clearly a p- police brutality. But since there are more white cops, you know, it's obviously going going to um, show a trend with like races. So you see, but that's how I know. See, listen, they tried to. This is all right. Speaking do, for, do y'all think black people can be racist? So I used to say we can absolutely be racist, but then. I was watching this video on YouTube and they were actually talking about the same conversation. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said, can a white person ex- experience racism? And when I heard that, I'm like, absolutely not. So I'm like, <laughs> whoa, then how can a black person be racist if a white person can't experience racism? And I'm like, hmm, that's so I mean, from a systemic perspective, of course not. You, you, know, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but like if I mean, I, I, I really feel like it did. It, Depends on how you define racism. Like, do right. you, like do you define racism as yeah. somebody hating somebody because of the of the color of your skin? Or the systemic, yeah. or the systemic yeah. right? So right. if you right. judge about somebody from the color of their skin, then yes, then everybody can be racist. But if we're talking about systemically, then in that this changes. Country, yes, then yeah, then black it, people yeah. absolutely cannot be racist. Yeah. If we're, so then, in a situation like this, mm-hmm. black man gets pulled up on by a bunch of police officers and they beat the shot him to the death. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that a part of the reason they felt justified or not justified, but justified, yeah, to no, do that because he was that it'd be no repercussions because he, because he yeah. was a black man. I, yes, yes. So therefore, absolutely. they used their prejudices mm-hmm. and their biases against that black man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the power as a cop that they were right. systemically given as to cop, hold right. that black man down. Mm-hmm. Why? We can't. Well, we can never prove it was because he was black. But, yeah, but obviously, like I mean, you, can you know, come on. Now. How are we gonna prove otherwise? He was black and y'all did it. So yeah. they're not doing that to no white woman. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> for sure, whatever. <laughs> so doesn't that fit the the definition of systemic racism? Because they were put in that position of power to holding us down. Yeah, using that power. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by it really muddies the water. Because now it's like, can we really say, oh, this is a a white thing and look at it as just that or just you know if we just agree I agree but like if we just agree that like it's systematic then like yes hey, it, the one too. Oh, I'm sorry um no, 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 no. if we just agree that 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 this issue is is a systematic thing in in totality how like it's this like this is the, the Sorry, th- um, this is the groundwork of white supremacy in this country. Then yes, um, or or like no, black folks cannot be. R- would you r- consider r- r- this r- r- a racist, racist incident? No. What would you consider it then? What do you think this Co- was an example of the issue, the core issue? Police brutality. But based off what? Because isn't it not based off of your perception of a race of people? And that's Those the police- super- yeah right. The super so it's so it's a racist system. It's all tied in through the white super the white supremacist system created a mindset 
and those five black men saying, I can beat this man to his death be, be like, because I'm one of them. Thus, just because, you know. See, that's crazy. And, and identify closer with the blue uniform they got on than the black skin. And that's on. what we're trying to say. Oh. And that's how it like, it like mine F's you up. Mind F U C K G. Right. Exactly. That is crazy. They so, identify yes. more to what that's they a, got on. Exactly. Then the, the, this, that's, think about that. Like, for, that's a level of shallow, but then a level of like, yo, they really got these people like confused. It's because, like, it's a fraternity. What a beautiful segue. What a beautiful segue. It's almost like you knew that I wanted to talk about this. Yo, to the government. But so I don't know if y'all noticed this as well about that incident, my quality community, but I gathered that they were all five fraternity brothers. It was three. It was three. Oh, they were three of them? Oh, all right. Three three out of the the, the whole fires were. Some of them was fraternity brothers. Yeah, three of them. From the. The Q's. Omega, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. So, listen. Before I say, or we get into this conversation, (laughs) I'm not trying to make it seem like or make no correlation between them beating up that black guy and throwing smut on the name of black fraternities. You Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? I'm using this as the avenue to open up the conversation, but I'm not really trying to hit on them being super related because, I mean... Because it's not. not, It's not, exactly. It's not. I just have my own gripes about black fraternities, <laughs> and I'm gonna use whatever opportunity I feel like I want to to start talking about it. So, my brother, <laughs> um, they happen to be four cues. Now, three here's cues. three. My bad. My three. Bad. <laughs> so here's I don't know if y'all know this, but in addition to being the yeah. host, owner, and producer, everything of the Beard and Joe Show on Instagram and YouTube at Beard and Joe, um. He's also a proud member of the. I don't want. I'm gonna get the name messed up. The but. Delta Beta chapter, the the executive chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Yo, to the good bros, was good. He proud. You already know. <laughs> proud of his 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 yeah. indoctrination into this dark cult. Made made new. <laughs> made, made new. But so listen. So let me just give you my <laughs> opinions. This is what I think about black frats at this at this point. Mm-hmm. Wasn't always like this, but this is my current mindset. Mm. I feel like this fraternity, secret society, you know, not everybody knows what we do in our in our practices, and you gotta be a select group to get in and da da da. I feel like it's just the way that it manifested with the fraternity, like that's a black creation. I mean, not a black, a white creation. You know what I mean? I feel like that goes back to the Greeks and how they was doing things and they secret society and Illuminati, got secret rituals to do stuff. I feel like it was an, um, black frats is a result of black people wanting to try assimilate. to assimilate with a people that aren't them. Mm-hmm. And when you try to do that and how to play into something that's really not you, it manifests itself in ugly ways. You get what I'm saying? One of the things that throw me off about the fraternities and whatnot is um, some of the rituals. That mindset, this is what I heard. We break you down in order to build you up. You want to know something else I heard that mindset? In the military, where they trying to indoctrinate you to fight for stuff that you don't even really fucking believe in. You don't even know nothing about. Act and don't ask questions. That's the same mentality they use for that. And they saying the same shit in this, we trying to build brotherhood and we trying to come together. You get what I'm saying? So I would just like to know from the perspective of a somebody that went through the experience, somebody that made it out to the other side, What what is the takeaway? Like, what is the... You know what I'm saying? Like, what it's is like the, a, um, the thing? 
it, it's a choice. Like you want to do it. Like off, based off what though? For me, it was based off of l- lineage. My dad and brother are like both noobs, so I was like, why not me? Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. just do it just because like follow like, along. Yeah, like you know, like a you legacy know, type drama. legacy type drama. Like, do you have any insights on why they might have done it? Like, uh, why your dad might did his dad so, do okay. it? Um, so my brother did it because of my dad. All right, and my dad did it just because they were cool. Okay, <laughs> basically. You think it might have been different? The, if, the fraternities back then opposed to the fraternities today? Because back then, they were, brotherhood really is about safety. Like, if I'm like, with uh, a group of yeah. brothers that I know uh, got my back, I'm um, safe in this community where white people may try to yeah. hurt me. It, like, but, was. But, like, so my dad crossed at a, um, and my brother did, my like, br- brother did, like, too. They both crossed at, at like, um, at, like, HBCUs. Mm. So, like, the, commu- mu- mu- the, the communities there were, like, different just because it's like all blacks yeah together it was more like a popularity thing but kappa um you know founded in like 1911 um so you leave it to these friends they're gonna start giving you their facts they're gonna you know, tell you their history they they gonna let you know indiana universe uh-huh look I, university, uh, <laughs> you know it was a p you know it's crazy i remember this a little bit from when they tried to make us remember it up here it was a p the p w i and racist in the Anna. So yes, the like black men on cam 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 campus. You know, just like reason to be brotherhood. Just, just, just like you like said, you know, came together, together just, just, just to have brohood and safety com- and numbers, rock 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 camaraderie, safety, all that. Of course, it's like going going to evolve. You know. So then, what do you think the, the reasons years. are now? How do you think those reasons change? I, I get that it's popularity and brotherhood. It's like you know, clear, clearly, just because um, you know, it's like twenty twenty three. Um, it's the social media age, so like boys want to flex, and like mm-hmm. you like know if you a new you 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 can flex. Yeah, and so so it's so yeah, it's like I a. A, I agree because I was hype as hell doing those strolls. <laughs> like, bro, what? Anyway, um, uh, popularity clearly, um, bro- bro- brotherhood very true, and like lineage just like me. Mm-hmm. Of course, human organizations are going to evolve, and like you know, clearly it's like going to sometimes delve into darker manifestations but i still feel as though the core of it is that's my guy we went you know we um went through this crazy experience together we track we like traveled to get to get to get together made it on the other side and now that's my man's for life hands down so it's trauma bonding sure that is not healthy. Yeah, it, it, it's a fraternity. <laughs> yeah, it's like duh. Would you promote your child to for pledge if he want? We, um, if he was going through the same experience as you. Kappa, Kappa Alpha Psi is a non-hazing fraternity. <laughs> if he was going through the same experience as you, would you tell him to do it? If he wants to do it, I like and, have it. But would you advocate? He didn't know nothing. He didn't know if he wanted to or not. Would you advocate him to do it off lineage? Would you be like, son, I want you to do this? No. 
I would he would clearly be around it just because I'm one. And mm-hmm. like if he wants to like make make that choice, I'm gonna respect it and like support him and his br- br- brothers one hundred and ten percent. But like right. I I'm not gonna force him just because I wasn't forced. My dad and um Dan forced you to do yeah, it. Yeah, like Dan for force force me. I did it be be because that's what they did. So I'm gonna do it too. Like hands down. Like mm-hmm. like those are my guys. So yo to the good bros. <laughs> so you <Yo>. said, <laughs> So you had said because I ain't gonna lie. I had my experience in the fr- frat life. Funny story podcast community. Real quick, we would have ran Penn State, bro. Uh, hands down, dog. That was the that that's what he originally told me that sold me on doing it in the first place. It's he, a fact, bro. He it's sold me on that vision of we gonna run shit. He gonna go to Syracuse, become the the head nigga cap up here. I'm gonna be the head nigga up here, and we gonna unite. Even if I came to Penn State, like we would have ran stuff, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Maybe if you'd have done that, I might have actually did it. And you probably would have too. Yeah. Well, but, hey, well we'll never know. I now. guess we'll. The know. first time I went. Now, mind you, like I said, he motivated me to do it because he was, you know, like he says, a lineage thing for him. He already had committed himself to doing it. And I guess his passion for it kind of made me think, huh? This sounds kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna do that. So I guess you know, quality community. Y'all know I'm Joe. So you know, I gotta put my <laughs> best foot forward when I when I do anything. So y'all know what the campus color is, it's red. So when we had our fucking pledge night, or not pledge night, but no. like meet up with the bros to talk and shit. First link. Yeah. <laughs> I wore all red. And I'm not no listen, not an axe in a red. All red. Solid red hoodie. Black solid man. red shorts. He hold black. Solid red. Solid red Solid red Red and I had the hood on. I ain't have a hat, so I just threw the red hood on. I was I was I was ready. I'm thinking they gonna think this guy. Red headband too. Like this guy is ready. He's down, okay? You'd have thought I was really about to get jumped into a game that night or some shit, but whatever. So I get there and this is what made the experience go left. I learned something that you're not supposed to do in front of campus. What? You're not supposed to act like a kappa in front of a kappa, and you're not a kappa. Clearly. Yeah, that's, that's just not a good idea. Dummy, like, yeah. clearly. Yeah. So I thought it would be a good idea. No, a nut. This one made it bad. It was premeditated. Yo. I thought about this shit before they got to me. It wasn't a surprise. They, so we're going to go around the room and ask each person, how'd you get here and why you want to be a part of kappa fraternity? Everybody went around. And I'm sitting here excited about my answer. I'm thinking they're going to love it. I'm going to win them over tonight. They get to me. I get up. <clears throat> my name DeWine. I'm from Philadelphia. I want to be a Kappa because, you know, I like how y'all get down. I see how y'all move around campus, and I think I can do that, too. Of course, same thing as everybody else, brotherhood. Now, mind you, when I said I think I can do that, too, I rub my hands together like Birdman and shimmy my shoulders. <laughs> The whole room dropped dead silent. Nobody said a peep, not a laugh, not a snicker, not a giggle, not even a smile on these niggas' faces. And you know I was looking for it. You know, <laughs> you do something like that. Imagine him was like, yeah. you know, I'm doing it with his grinning heart and shit. Grinning heart and shit. For somebody to confirm what I'm doing. Like, oh, yeah, I see. Nobody said, nah, gave me nothing. Nah, bro. Nothing. Like, I was, okay. Dickhead. I sat there. That's crazy. First nigga I dapped up after the whole meeting was over. Let me know. We was about to hop on your ass in this apartment. Like, luckily, everything else I said gave a good energy, a good vibe to where they fucked with me. Because they said they was about to get in my ass. They said, don't ever, unless I'm a Kappa, ever shimmy like that again. And I you ain't bring thing, I never shimmy again. You ain't uh, bring up, like, you know, 
your friend is one too. Oh, I Wait, who? wasn't a. Hold on. I was saying me. Oh, you wasn't one yet. Yeah, this I wasn't one. Right. Yeah, right, 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 right. This is real early on. Like, sure. This is like the first meet. Like, probably, literally the first couple months of being on campus. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, first one. Yeah, it wasn't really wasn't nothing crazy yet. But yeah, that wasn't the end of my campus experience. But I mean, it was a hell of a way to start it. So, yeah. But I wanted to ask you, what do you think now, looking back on it, was your major takeaway from the experience? Major takeaway from the experience will like be, um, and I just gotta know. I'm a strong, deter- determined, positive mother, father. Because <laughs> that joint was that like joint was like hard. But but if they don't do hazing, then what's hard about it? Um, what's hard? Because um, when you lying to my people, <laughs> balancing tasks. Doing school and trying to, you know, become a, a fraternity. Being broken. Bro- I just wish. Bro- bro- yeah. Brother. It was just like, like you know, hella task. I you feel know? that. You yeah. ain't even do no gay shit, though. Just get assignments done. What do you do? Listen, we be, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? Uh-huh. I don't know the inner workings of this frat stuff, so all I can go off of is what pop culture has taught me. They be making y'all do gay shit. Confirm for the community that that's, that's, that's a myth. This may be the only chance to ask a frat, bro. Do y'all be doing gay shit? I did not participate in any gay shit. (laughs) (laughs) Homosexual activity. (laughs) I can cur. I did not. Good. All right, so if y'all go on a frat pledge, that's one thing y'all don't got to worry about. You don't got to do no gay shit. Or at least if you go to Syracuse, you're gonna do no gay shit. Now I feel like they don't do no gay shit up there neither. But like I said, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? knows. But yeah, that's just how I felt in regards to that. That's funny as hell. But wait, ho ho! I just remembered something, or I may have, or may not have been conveniently reminded of it, and I'm just acting like I wasn't. But my boy Nizzy Stacks, isn't your dad uh in the a proud member of the Kappa fraternity? My dad is indeed the Kappa. Yes. So that brings us to an interesting um, conversation. We have somebody who had the lineage. He said one of his big reasons for doing it was that lineage aspect. That aspect of, all right, my father did it, my older brother did it, I'm doing it, going to carry that on. But then we also have another side where it was like, all right, you're right, my father also did it, but I didn't do that. What was the mindset or the reasonings behind it, if there were any, you know? No, I feel you. Um, I mean, I did talk to my, like, pops about it, like, a little bit. Like, he never, like, you know, like, push me or, or like force me to like do it but like he like he always would say like i mean if you like interested you know i can get you in contact with you know like whatever whatever but right. like for me like i just think that fraternity life isn't for everybody and i just don't really think it's like for me um and like just like how you say you have like a like a pop culture perspective on how you view like for uh fraternities and shit like that i right. kind of have like the same outlook and it's just like like for me it was just like hard to wrap my head around like me going through like i mean like you've seen like how they portray fraternities and like movies and shit mm-hmm. and like how they you know beat people and stuff like that so i automatically think okay like that's going to happen like to like you know, like to like me so it's just like for me it was just like i just didn't want to you know go through that process and then say oh like these guys you know are my brothers or whatever but i mean like don't get me wrong like i respect anybody that goes through that process because it's not difficult you know what i mean like whether you're being hazed or not like it's a difficult process nonetheless but i just don't think that it's for everybody and i just didn't really think it was for me you know what i mean so i just stayed away from it yeah, what's your dad cross 
So he's actually a relatively new capper. Like he decided mm-hmm. to cross, I want to say roughly about like ten years ago. Like I think I was like a freshman in high school still. Mm-hmm. Women, like, Wait, you can be out of school and still pledge? Yeah. Alumni. Oh, interesting. It's like a yeah. so wait, they will go through the same shit. It depends. So, well, it 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 depends. Probably, you could probably answer that better than um. I can't get like too deep, but like it depends. Like it, um, why can't you? Because I'm in a secret society. <laughs> I'm in a secret society, but it's classified information. It's, it's a classified, but no. Um, uh, it's a let's just say there's a difference. Be like Sween coming in during co- co- college and coming in during adulthood. So I have a I have questions. So, mm. for you, it, pledging. Sometimes. I'm pretty sure it was a art secrecy. Your friends barely saw you. You was just doing tasks all day. Like you said, it was just busy, 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 busy. I mean, running you like a dog. I mean, they, bulls, bulls saw, like, saw But you ain't really had time to, like, like mingle. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> on a mission right now. Yeah, facts. Facts, right. For your, for your dad pledging, one, being older, and two, not even being an alumni already having graduated, was it... Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was like during that process of him pledging? So, like, mm. he would tell me, like, there That's were times where, like, where, like, he would come home and, like, he would say, like, it's, like, a rough process. And, like, you know, they would put him and, I guess, like, the people he was online with through, like... Like, he wouldn't get, like, specific. Yo, they put him through the same shit. But, That's crazy. But, but, like, he would come home and just, like, man, like, it was, like... I mean, just to see, like, the look on his face sometimes. Yeah. Like, like, Did his blood ever hurt, bro? So... No, not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, I have to talk. So, tell your pop, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it's like you know, talk so, to him. Like what? I'm I mean, yeah. Him. I mean, like you know, I could tell by just like his facial expressions that he was you know really going through it. Like I, I don't know exactly the process that he went through. I'm sure it's probably different for a gotta guy be. his age because like when he crossed, he was like in his like right. late 40s, right, early exactly. 50s. You gotta be different. So, so like, you know, I doubt it's the same know. thing. Like you know, right, right, right. right. Bulls ain't what, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they are doing. They are doing young bull tasks. Like, uh, I'm trying to catch them slipping so bad, y'all. But yeah, so I mean, like, I mean, I think it's a you know strenuous process, like right. Oh, chat. So listen, I'm trying to listen. He trying to dick these little tostitos, <laughs> yours, bro. It's cool. Here, go take a bite. Just, just let them hear this. This why. Good. And that's why we trying to like he could be fucking them drawers up. Like, Yo. Like, what the hell? That's funny as shit. But listen, I also want to talk about so listen, y'all my boys, and my boys know I've been going through a little something. You know what I'm saying? With these, with these, with these women. Mm. I'm not gonna disrespect the mother of my children, slash the ex, she who shall not be named, former member of this podcast. You may know her ass like no. <laughs> but <laughs> It had me thinking, right? Because y'all know this whole thing, bros over hoes. I said it, heard it a bunch, whole bunch of times. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why do we say that though? And is that a literal thing? First of all, when y'all say that, what do y'all mean by that? Um, or, or do y'all be saying it? Do y'all feel like it's bros over hoes? Nowadays, no, but like before. See, that's some yeah. simp shit. No, let me yeah, let me yeah. go. But the thing is, like, I'm, I'm 26, bro. bro. Like, what that mean? <laughs> I'm. I got bored. When with, she break your heart, then what? I, Who's still gonna be there? I got bored with women, so I like custom. Uh, that don't sound <laughs> like the right logic. I got bored with women, so I cuffed one. I'm a. I got bored man. with this game, so I bought it. 
I'm a date. Hey, man. No, but you oh. shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Okay. <laughs> but think about this. Think about this. Hey, that's the one. What? You going to date something that you're tired of. I don't know if you should oh, okay. be dating them because you're tired of them. I'm tired. That just doesn't okay. sound right. To be clear. I'm I don't sorry. know if she would like that either, bro. To be clear. Ma, I'm, I'm sorry. dating you because I'm tired uh, of <laughs> Ma, you like know that like I don't mean it like, like, like that. That's crazy. Bro. I am with the guys. They're like, you know, try, you know, try, Trying to talk to her right now. <laughs> Listen, baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, well, what's what I saying? I was tired of like playing the like game. Like it's the same thing each time. So why not actually stay committed? And you to think it's you that was doing that? Doing what? Your inability to stay committed is why you think you got tired of the women, or was that women that made you tired? It was me. All right, this is interesting. I was like, not prepared yo, for this. Because um, yo. What, like just a true sip on my oh my god from my experience <laughs> the way I date I really can't be a whore just because like w- I feel that w- women fall in in love with me like the way oh, you know you bo- s- nigga how that sound <laughs> I'm not lying though I don't think it's gonna be something like you know I want to watch my body I'm not trying to be mixing this many bit I mean, like these that- bitches love me so much <laughs> oh my god just, okay it's for their own good. <laughs> But like, but for my good too, just cause like I'm wasting yeah, that's funny energy. I feel that though. That's I'm wasting true. energy. So, so like you that know, like true. look, I'm gonna talk my shit. I'm bored. Hands down. Ask like ask. But what I'm saying is, I rather give all of that to a woman who des deserves it. So for you, it's hoes over bros. Hoes? No. My my girlfriend probably. Okay. See, so, so, <laughs> like, but you know. Peep what I'm saying though. Hoes that's over bro. different. No. That's different. Girlfriend, oh, that's different. Exactly. That's an exception. So it's funny. I'm talking about hoes. So it's funny you bring this up because me and Nal were talk about we're, <laughs> we're having a check. I'm still mad that you left us during prom night for some hoe. I'm mad what at do that. you mean, bro? I was trying to get some, listen. Our quality. This is crazy. I just told y'all this story. Hoes <laughs> over hoes, bro. You. I just told y'all this story. Y'all see. I, but the I was so tight that, though. That she was, was like his girl though, right? No, no, this is a perfect exactly. You draw the line. All right, listen. You ruined. No, wait, stop. I didn't ruin you. Anything. I wrote oh, my own night. Ruined. I ruined my night. Right, right, she fucked somebody else while I was there. That's why I'm saying like you should have just came with the gang, bro. Some ass. But you was getting ass. No, I wasn't. Shit, what you smash? No. The whole, no. the whole time? That, listen, I'm... Listen. <laughs> Damn, bro. He was like young, bro. Damn, bro. Damn, bro. about that. I, she ain't let you smash. I don't want to talk about it. Can <laughs> like, we talk about something else? You a liar there, yo. No, I'm not a liar. We got in situations, but nothing where it was like, all right, I... To be fair, you... Dick and coochie. You no. did, like, you did say... But nah, stop it. I'm not trying to expose nobody like that. I, no, oh, unless if you're, you know, let... Listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't even say what you was about to say because I saw you gesturing it, and I don't even want to know that. <laughs> I was not going. I ain't that like dumb, bro. Yeah, like, don't because the people. Ugh, I just don't want people to know that. But anyway, <laughs> that is an interesting thing you brought up, bros over hoes. Let you, me te- so listen. You draw. It's crazy you say that, but then you just said no. It's hoes over bros sometimes. So I don't even know how you can blame me. My girlfriend isn't a hoe. Well, at that point, was I not treating her dinner like my girl? But the one you well, like he now just asked you. 
Wasn't that your girl? In hindsight, you, you said hell. Hindsight how? twenty. When a bitch fuck another nigga no, the on one. your prom the night, we, that is not your girl. The one, the one, the one, the one, the one. We like the one. We yeah. both knew she wasn't your girl, but I was treating her like it. That's the thing, and that's on you, Miss. See, but that's not Mr. Sim. I'm not was. You got you got to go through stuff in life. Talking about me because I had to go through stuff in life and learn. I learned though, and, and, and I learned why uh, bros over hoes. Yes, in that situation, yes, I chose to because listen, and like you said, this is something we have to make clear mm-hmm. because this is there comes a time when you're going to meet a girl that's going to be worth. Putting over your bros in certain situations, which is what I feel. Like that's I'm just like. what is. That's just what it is. Right. That's what it's going to take to sometimes prioritize, build, and elevate your relationship. Right. That's what it's going to have to be. The thing is, not every girl's worth deserving of that. Not every female, and that's the issue. Only the main one. And that's big. the issue. Most of these girls you interact with on the daily, most of these girls you hook up with, most of these girls with benefits you got, most of these things you think is cool. At the end of the day, <clears throat> when it really get down to some shit. They will turn on your ass, and you're going to be looking at her like, who got my back? So It's going to be the bros. So, 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 guys, bros, gang, not gang, if you think you found one, keep her and see what occurs. Because, like... But still remember, yeah, it's like bros over these hoes. Because if be it a man. don't work out... Right, be a man. You know who going to have your back yeah. at the end of the day. Fuck because fuck. after that bitch... Yeah, I agree. That's after that girl went and fucked somebody on my prom night... Who is there for me to console? She ain't let my niggas. Bro, she ain't let boy smash. No, <laughs> that's not the point. Okay, Bro, I had to learn. That's od. You don't. And, and from the situation I just had now, you neglect situations with your the people who are going to girls love conditionally, and that's, that's something that listen. As men, we cannot forget. Mm-hmm. Women love con- even when they women love conditionally. Your bros don't, and then they gonna have your back. When you got it, you got to keep in your mind at the end of the day when you're with these women, as good as it may be, there may come a day when it's not convenient to love you anymore. Women don't typically last too long in those situations. For that reason, you don't want to neglect the people who are going to be having your back, which a lot of times your niggas. And it's not just exclusive to men. For women, too. Your sister, I don't, well, I don't know, because I don't know how girls get down. Girls having weird ass friendships sometimes. Yeah, you can sure. fuck her and be around a girl and not even like her. But right, whatever. Right. If you right. got a, a girlfriend that you know got your back, you should not be neglecting that relationship when you get into a romantic relationship because one of those is going to be a little more trustworthy than the other. It is what it is. One of those loves comes with conditions, and one of them don't. It's like the love from a mom versus the love of a spouse. You get yeah. what I'm saying? The love of your bros and the love of your best friend is a lot closer to the love of a a, 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 a parent than it is to the love of a spouse because it don't come with no conditions. And no matter how far you go, how long I ain't see you, it don't it don't matter. What you my bro, you my bro. You need me, I got you. You get what I'm saying? Girls hear that and try to throw it back at you being gay. Oh, you do this for these niggas, but don't do it for me. You wanna know why? Because bros over hoes. Because when it come down to it, I need to cater to the people that cater to me. Pour into the cups of the people that I know when my cup got a little hole in it and it's leaking, they're going to pour into me. You get what I'm saying? If my cup, for whatever reason, ain't convenient for your hand to hold, miss that I'm in love with, you may not pour into my shit the same. That's a risk. I'm not willing to risk my, my feelings for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like bros over hoes. And the next time a woman asks you why you... Kate, why you making sure you making time for your niggas? That's why. Because at the end of the day, that's it's like same thing as like why you making time for your mom. It's not the exact same thing. I, it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like because it. that's unconditional. 
So I'm always going to prioritize the unconditional love over the conditional love until you show me your love is so deep and so real that even though it come up conditions, it motivate me to want to meet those conditions. You get what I'm saying? Woman okay to love with conditions as long as those conditions is something you can live up to. But when the conditions of a woman's love is something that you can't live up to, then what the fuck you supposed to do? Just go loveless? Because her fucking, her need, or, or, or what she want ain't met? Fuck that. Women calling men gay because they, they be, because they like hold friendships, close friend, close Toxic. friend. friend Toxic. Capital T. It's so problematic. And like, I, I don't even use that, you know, buzz, like, you know, buzzword what toxic toxic problematic like I, whatever but like that's od especially just because like y'all are the main ones who support that lifestyle and like you know to like then um throw it back as an insult is disingenuous as as like how hikey yeah you know so you know but and that's why it's bros over motherfucking hoes but i ain't gonna hold y'all bro it's something else i want to talk about so, um, we are also in here joined by an accredited producer for an, uh, a black-owned and operated yes, sir. radio show called Word Radio. So, I it's have a, a network, few people. Bro. Oh, it's a network. It's, it's My a bad. Station, yeah, yeah I'm tripping. I'm, I'm lowballing it. He has it's multiple shows. It's show. a whole he, conglomerate. This boy produces multiple on-air live shows throughout the day. So, my question is, right, because I'm a guy who may or may not be in the music May or may not be interested in the business. How did you get that up? What exactly did that look like? Because we, I grew up with this man. I know he's had a passion for music and a passion for the behind the scenes work. And that's what he went to school for. But like a lot of people that I, I went to school around the same time as, it's been a process going from I graduated to getting the, the dream job that I wanted. But mm. my man Nizzy got the dream job. So it was like, you know, was that an easy process, hard process, you know? It was most definitely a extremely hard process. So I mean, was it harder than pledging to be a captain? <laughs> I mean, I can't speak to that because you know I don't know exactly what goes on to you know being a captain. But um, yeah. So like it was so like when I first got out of school, like I didn't like oh like I just got a job in radio. Boom! I started my career and everything was peaches and cream. So when I first got out of school, I was applying to like med audio related positions like mm-hmm. production assistant audio visual engineer um just recording engineer just like anything audio related that i could find on like indeed any like, way to get your whatever. foot in the door exactly so after a few months of doing that i was getting a lot of no's or just no replies at all so i was just like all right it's been a few months i'm, I'm out of school i'm broke i like i need a job so i was like all right i'm gonna just apply to like some retail shit and so like you know these jobs start coming through and no jobs started coming through and i was like all right well let me apply to these re- uh, retail jobs and i ended up uh working at best buy um as a computer salesman for mm-hmm. a little under two years so while i was working there it was just like all right like i, I don't really want to do this retail shit no more i hate dealing with these fucking customers i hate you know what i mean so like tired of these fucking computers <laughs> real shit though but yeah so like i was like and mind you, like when I was working at Best Buy, I was still like applying to these, you know, oh, jobs. Positions and shit. Still nothing, mainly just a lot of no replies. And I was like, all right, I gotta do something. So like, a thought occurred to me, and I was like, well, if I can't get into like, you know, the media field and like the production um, industry with the jobs that I'm already applying to, let me try to get into like their sales department because mm-hmm. every company has sales, no matter mm-hmm. if you're a tech company, you're a media company, like whatever. Everybody has sales. So I was like. 
all right, let me, like, let me try to see if I can do that. So I started applying for like sales account executive uh, positions for like media companies. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think like nothing was really going to come from it. I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to have to make a career working at Best Buy for real, for real. Um, yeah. And then I came across a, a job in LinkedIn through Word Radio, just applied to it, didn't really think much of it. Uh, got a call back and then and they was like, yeah, we want to set up like a Zoom interview with you, whatever, whatever. And, my I, guy. and I, I was my like, guy. I was like, alright, bet. And then, um, long story short, um, they asked me for my ref- my references, mm-hmm. um, from my supervisors at, at Best Buy. Now I don't know what them niggas said about me, bro, but like <laughs> they must have said some good ass yeah, shit because bro. like they That's were blessing, they were like on the fence if they wanted to hire me mm-hmm. because I had a production background. I didn't really yeah. have a sales background, yeah. so I worked at Best Buy. But then whatever my my supervisor said, like, hey, I called me back. I was like, yeah, your, your, your supervisor said that you were, like, That's a, blessing, a top man. salesman at Best Buy. We, like, really want you on the team, da da da, da. I'm like, all right, bet. So I just got my foot into the door. I'm doing sales. And let me tell you, being a salesman from a retail perspective than going to being a salesman in radio. I'm going to say, what does that look different? like? What are you selling? So you're, you're basically selling, like, um on air time for people to advertise their brand like for example like let's say you uh ran a shoe company or like a, sh- a, a shoe store and okay. you're like hey now like i want to buy some um advertising i, I want to run some 30 second commercial ads on like on the radio i basically would be the person that you would talk to and you know i would get the deal done for you we do um social media advertising as well we have like an online newsletter that we send out to like advertising and, you know shit like that and that shit is difficult because a lot of people <laughs> don't really know what word radio is so right. it's just like why would you take your money and then put it to advertising with the brand that you're you not don't even know exactly yeah. so like that was like the main hurdle for me and you know i mean like i made decent money off of it but it was difficult like being like everybody can't be a salesperson is yeah. it like a commission yeah. thing yeah so, mm-hmm. so it's like you get like a base pay which is like basically like nothing but then like you make the bulk of your bread off of like commission, commission. Yeah. Sales. so it's like sales to be like a salesman like you really i'm not saying that you have to be an extrovert per se but you have to be comfortable meeting new people and making them do randomly going out like mm-hmm. it takes a certain type of person for that whereas where i'm at best but i'm just some laptops, just mm-hmm. talking to people. You Waiting know what I mean? For them to come to you exactly. Yeah. So it's a completely you, different ball right. game. You have to go Com- exactly completely different for a station for that a lot of people don't even know of. So that's difficult to try to make bread off of that. It takes years to build up enough clients to where you can actually make like a decent um, off the amount of money. Shit, right? Exactly. So what what ended up happening was there was a person that used to be in the current position that I am now, I think they left, went to a, a different job and they already knew I had like a production audio engineering background. And they was like, yo, this position opened up, such and such had left, you know, we can interview for it if you know, you want the position. And I was like, absolutely, yeah, you know what I mean? That's so lit. Took, uh, I had took that June, like this was like last June. Um, and they was like, yeah, we're comfortable putting you in that uh, position. And um, been there ever since. And the rest is history. How yeah. like That's how how has that been so far? Like coming up to like almost what six months, seven months being a yeah about, producer about like seven months. Yeah, I mean like it's it's you know cool because like it's like number one, I'm not selling anything, so like you do have to reach out to people, but it's like I'm giving you an opportunity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just like like and it doesn't cost any money. The only thing that's going to cost you is your time. You know what I mean? So it's just like. 
it's just like, why wouldn't you want? I mean, even if you haven't heard of the radio station before, it still can't hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're still going to get some type of exposure. exposure on exactly. So it's like, and it's just cool to have like, because like as a producer, you have like a like a say of like who can be on the show, the topics you're going yeah. to talk about right. on the show. It's like okay, like I can actually kind of like create. Not, yeah, like that create and not really control, but it's just like I have like a a very big say so on how yeah. the flow of the show goes. And of course, like the hosts, they have their you know, says as well of, of, of like the people they want to have on the show. But, um, you know, it's like still difficult, but it's like a more of a enjoyable process. Cause like I'm, I'm saying, yeah. creating something mm-hmm. I'm, you know, con- con- contributing to like a very big So was project. this the dream final destination or is there another spot you want to elevate past this? Um, that's a good question. I'm, I, I definitely like what I'm doing now. I think I do want to get more into like sports talk radio mm-hmm. and like being a, a producer, like for that. Um, like, I think my, like, short term, I would want to work at, like, um, WIP or, like, 97.5 The Fanatic. Mm-hmm. But, like, long term, I would love to work at ESPN. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and the big boys. Yeah, like, work at ESPN yeah, Radio, right. produce some of their shows. You know what I mean? And go from there. But I think I'm, I'm at a decent uh, point. You know what I yes, mean? Sir. I'm just trying to really just learn as much as I can, get as many skills as I can, and just take those to the next level when that happens. So See, that's lit. That's a blessing because I ain't going to hold you. Like I said, I may be trying to get into the music media sphere, and I know some mm-hmm. other people that might be wanting to too. So that type of insight is like important. It's hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's just like it's not about really. Because like you could be like the most talented, most mm-hmm. credentialed person in your field, and still not get in. Because still like get with like yeah, because like with media, it's very competitive. Like it, it's it it takes more than just skill. You have to like know certain people. No boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like like. It's like very unfair because there's a lot of talents, and I'm sure you've know a lot of talented like rappers or like content mm-hmm. creators. But like, it's so hard just to get your foot in the door. Like, it took me literally three years just from to when get I graduated. That initial to, position, exactly. And it wasn't even in the joint you wanted to be. You had exactly. to take like a, a side route. Yeah. So I think sometimes you have to be willing to take yeah. like a step back and doing things that you don't want to do to to get to where you want to. All exactly. It's about mm-hmm. like the big picture. How do you do that though? Because like I, I was too prideful. I feel you. To like you know. And like it's it's high key my like my like you know arrogance. Um, I feel you. I like just got a job in my field after like two and a half you know years. Congratulations, by the way. Congrats. Um, Thank you. Um, And I always told myself that like I was going to do UPS or like. some like 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 you know some side 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 gig mm-hmm. and um hustle in between that like that that time mm-hmm. but I ne- n- n- never did just because like I felt like I I'm shouldn't have to this degree yeah I like be able to work where I, I want to work, work bro. And, and like you know I've been in, in this field for like years years since like since June June year in like high school doing internships I feel it. But, Fellowships, you put in hella degrees, work, bro. bro. You put in hella work, and and I couldn't get a job until like last week. High key, I feel you. <laughs> or like, am I feel? Um, so like, what, what, um, what like made you not give up hope and, and, and like work doing jobs that like you didn't want to do until mm-hmm. you like found your you know your actual stick. Um. You know, it was tough, you know, like even when I was working at Best Buy, like there was a time I was like, okay, I'm going to have to make a career at, you know, work like working at Best Buy. But it just got to the point where it's like, 
I feel like everybody has like an idea of what they, the kind of life that they want to live. And mm-hmm. like for like me, it's like okay, even if I can't get a job in my field, like work, like working a job where I was making like thirteen dollars an hour is better than making zero dollars an yeah. hour. So it was like for me, okay, I'm just going to be like what I, I got to do. Yeah, like I just developed yeah. that mentality of okay, I'm going to be the best salesperson that I can be, and hopefully, good things can like come from it. And you know, it was difficult, but I mean, like, as much as I hated working at Best Buy, like, mm-hmm. you know, it put money in my pocket. It helped me buy my first car. It helped me, like, just really, you know, keep keep myself occupied. You and know, that what I'm reference saying? ended up being what made it say yeah. yeah. So, Facts. so I Facts. always just try to like Facts. just like try to just do the best that you can like, wherever you're in, and you know, see where I mean, like, like Best Buy is literally the reason why I have the job that I have now. Like, Basically. literally, it was yeah. because of those references. Because if like I just like bullshitted at the job, and I was just like fuck these customers. I you mean like I probably wouldn't have any re- any re- references, and like yeah. I probably wouldn't be in the media field that I am in now. To get the job. See, that's a saying? powerful so, lesson for people listening. It's like things like that was going to go the way that you wanted to go. But if you keep that vision and that, don't let it die. Like that yeah. vision and that dream. Just rethink your approach. It's never just one way to get somewhere. You know what I mean? And sometimes even though that path over there, you may have to go through some stuff that you may not want to go through. You know, you got a high knee through some snow. You might have to climb over this. It's going to get you where you got to go at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say that whatever you picked up, the strength you got climbing over them, them, them mountains and digging through them fucking... Knee high snow didn't prepare you for when you got to the end and be like, damn, whole time I was going to need these skills. Anyway. So if I hadn't went this way, I wouldn't have been prepared for when I got here in the first yeah. place. No, you know what I'm right. saying? And like, it can be hard because like, there's like, like in like in regards to what you said, it's like in my mind, I'm like you kind of think like, oh, I'm too good to yeah. work this job. I have a degree, but like it really like humbles you. Humbles it's you. like, yeah, I have a degree, but it's just like I gotta eat. Yeah, it's like and it's like yeah. it, it home with you because it's like I'm not better than anybody just because I have a piece of paper with my name on it. That's since mm-hmm. I went to this school, so it kind of it you know humbles you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it was hard because just like man, I ain't working at no retail job, bro. <laughs> I, I don't went to college for like four years. It's just like, well, I mean, these That's jobs not calling yeah. back. So like, what yeah. you you know what I mean? So See, I feel you that do what you got to do. See, man, I ain't had that experience. I dropped out of school altogether and said, fuck working altogether. And, uh, yeah. So, be like your boy Nizzy. Be like your boy Gene, or be like your boy D. You know, just <laughs> take it day right by day. But listen, y'all. It's been a hell of a podcast episode. This boy Gene is back here ready to crunch away on these goddamn Tostitos. Cat snack. Yeah, so he's ready. <laughs> So, listen, it's been yeah. real. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. It's been your boy, D. I hope you've enjoyed the guests. Um, your boy, Yeen. Make sure to follow him Yo. in the Beard and Joe show. At the Beard and Joe show, show on YouTube. TikTok. And TikTok. Instagram um, on YouTube. Uh, it is That Kid Yeen. T-H-A-T-K-I-D-D-Y-E-E-N. I do sports commentary, specifically on the Sixers. Um, memes, uh, compilations as well as um, fan interviews after games. Uh, thank you, Juan, for having me on the podcast, bro. Hello, Much love, dog. It's all love. Peace, yo. Peace. And my boy, Nizzy Now Stacks, producer for the Black-Owned and Operated Word Radio on... What's the, what's the station again, bro? W-U-R-D. W-U-R-D. And what's the numbers? 900 AM 96.1 FM. FM. In Philadelphia. Check it out. So, yeah.
Hope y'all enjoyed the show. And um, we gonna holla at y'all next time. Uh, let's call it cards.